get your smoke on, I get your chill on. Let's get these conversations on. Crawling on moms and anybody who's living life. The Pop Moms Podcast is here. We want to pick up where we left off. Where did we end up with? What did we end up with? What makes us feel, or why does weed make us feel guilty? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, having a partner who doesn't smoke weed makes me feel guilty constantly. And he always ins- like insists that he's not judging me. But there's just a look on his face of not understanding that I feel like I then project meaning on. And I'm like, oh no, he's looking at me like a stupid stoner again. Dude, I know. And I think that's like, no, I like, I like, I know that exact feeling. Like I, when my kid brings it up, right? I'm like, no, we're going to change the future. You know, like, oh great. You know, like you're going to be totally chill, you know, with it. But it's still because like... So we don't drink a lot, so we don't open, like, I, they don't, kids don't see us drinking a lot, right? Yeah. But it's something that is still done. They're way more familiar with us doing that at the limited amount that we do that yeah. than they are with us smoking. Do they see you smoking? You they smoke have smoking? seen us smoke, so very, like, intentionally are not smoking in front of them. Like, we'll go outside while they're, like, preoccupied. Yeah. This summer, we were on a boating trip, and someone lit one up and then passed it to us, and, like, it was just one of those, like, I felt like all of a sudden, like, everything slowed down, and, like, no one was looking at me. I, like, looked at my kids. They weren't looking at me, so I, like, quick hit it a little bit, and then, like, but I, like, I know they saw people smoking then, but I'm, like, if I think back to when I was growing up in the Midwest, where, like, you could smoke in bars, like, while I worked in bars. Like, it's very, like, you know, smoking is, like, very normal there. And, like, family events, like, my grandma always smoked, you know, one of my grandmas always smoked in the garage. And I always remember that, you know? And that's the actual, the interesting flip side to Trevor's perspective is that he feels like it is the same as we, or excuse me, the same as alcohol. So if we're going to drink in front of Leon, there should be no reason why I shouldn't smoke in front of Leon. Obviously, you don't want to smoke, like, in close proximity to them and, you know. Within oh, eyesight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but, I don't know. My mom was like, you probably have until he's three before he's really processing it. But yeah. then, when I think about, like, all the memories of my dad, he's outside somewhere smoking. Right. Or, like, in my mind, like, that's how I picture him, is smoking. And I'm sure that's why I associate it with, like, stress release and relaxation and end of day like all of these cues and triggers that I have that make me want to smoke yeah are certainly wiring from and is it oral my... too like do you like because do yeah. you smoke cigs before too right I briefly smoked cigs yes I mean we all went through it exactly I did this right. similar thing like getting sick because I would I would smoke it I'm like no I'm fine like throwing up from nicotine oh like God. so bad I know they always taste gross well it's funny my mom told me that she was never able to get addicted to cigarettes and I was like yeah. weird and then that was also my experience where yes. no matter how much I was it was always because of a boyfriend. It was social. Yeah, the yeah. situation. It was always yeah. like some, dating some older sig-smoking coffee barista, my high school boyfriend. Uh, that was actually the window I smoked the most cigs. I was like trying to hang with this older guy and, you know, smoke cigs and drink coffee. But I didn't like coffee either. We were so either. cool. So I was drinking, uh, dump, wait, what was it? Like chocolate mochas? Like, oh my god. The adultest of drinks. Yeah, like super mature. I was like, wow, love me. I am so grown up. Cigs and white chocolate mochas. Oh my god. We had this chain um, restaurant by us in uh, where I grew up in, in, in Milwaukee called George Webb's. Okay. And so like they were from like the 50s, like way back, like way back. 
And one of, they had, their whole thing was they were open 24 hours a day, but there's a law where you can't be open 24 hours a day. So they would have one of their clocks set a minute, like offset from the other one. So it never was like technically that amount of time. Interesting. Yeah. Um, But it's like a diner. So all the like, the guy would like sneak out of my parents. You're like, circle this for me. Um, So we're smoking cigs at George Webb's and. Yeah. But like, I would sneak out of my house and go there at like, like three, like two in the morning, like. And like oh meet God. kids from high school. Yeah. Oh, TBT. Oh so many emotions. And now thinking about like my kid going into middle school next year, I'm just like, oh. I know. But see, our kids are gonna like vape. You know, they're gonna have pockets. No, jokes. he's such a narc. He's. Uh, I love him. He. Oh, I hope he not. Won't, I, mean, I hope not. No, totally. But like, <laughs> I don't even know if like, cause they're. Very, I mean, I guess I don't know. Cause they've been through like the. Oh, like vaping is so bad. You know, it's like one time they saw our pen and we're like, no, this is, I'm like, we're like, I'm insulted. Like, yeah. this isn't, like, this isn't nicotine. I was like, what do you think I'm trying to do? Kill myself? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, when I worked on the ship, I vaped. I have to admit it. So uh, many people do, and so many people I know do. And like I, I said, anything that I'm saying is never like offensive to anyone who does. It's yeah. just my preference. Obviously. And that's seriously no judgment. Like, I, I do weird shit. I do different shit. I do contradictory shit. Like, well, and it's interesting too. Like in certain chapters, how you can be so okay with one thing, and now, like, oh my I'm god, like, totally, like, I'm like gross. <laughs> Never vape juice, yeah. You know? <laughs> but at the time, I was just like, now vaping. I'm like, unless this isn't like full spectrum, like non-flavored, like non-artificial flavored, like marijuana, like you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, no, thank no, you, thank <laughs> you. I will not. I will not. And it's like, but I did definitely smoke out of a plant. Plastic water bottle at a rusted root oh, show. So, like, I have feel like all these decisions now have to offset all of, like, the horrible decisions I made back then. I know. Like, we all want to think we're doing the healthy choice, but deep down, I mean... We're all trash. It comes well, back to Toy Story. We're all trash. We're all trash. <laughs> uh, I am nervous, though, as... You know, ideally, we're going to see a federal legalization soon enough that we start to see good... I mean, they're already doing good research in states that it is legal, but... Are they? Well, I don't know. They're not, because there's no funding. Well, okay, in my mind, I hope... And when I say they, too, you're like, who's they? It's like this proverbial they. Because we want it, because we want it. Because we're seeing these, like, steps be made forward, and we want it to actually be... Like, so that we can find out more about Because, sure, shit, if this is bad for me, I don't want to fucking do it. Yeah. I'm not some... Cr- like, you know what I mean? Like, I yes, I enjoy how it makes me feel, and it helps me in ways more than based off of my knowledge of it right now. It hurts me. Yeah. But, like, tell me. Make me stop <laughs> smoking weed. You know what I mean? Like, I I'm know. I'm cool with that. Like, if it is as bad as alcohol, like, tell me. But, like, we need to have that level of legalization before we can have federal funding for programs of that. And federal implication... Or, in, uh, implementation. Yes, true. Well, I, I we were thinking about it last night. We were talking. I asked, was asking Trevor these questions that I read about in an article that are like supposed to draw you closer. Just because we were like, let's do something besides watch TV for one. Totally. Like, let's try to have a group that. activity. Whatever. One of the questions was talking about like if you knew you were gonna die from something, and immediately my brain was like, uh oh, it's all the smoking. Right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, oh, I can't wait for them to do some solid studying, so then we at least have the understanding, so we can be like, yeah, maybe I'll just do slightly less. Right. Uh, I thought I was going to stop smoking weed after I got pregnant because I was like, yay, I've stopped. I'm sober, thriving, like no more weed. And then 
you know, as I was tapering off with breastfeeding, I was like, well, maybe just a little, maybe just like once a week, I have a little, you know, then I was like, maybe just like twice a week, maybe just weekends, and then right. all of a sudden maybe, I was maybe like, maybe just once a day, maybe just every single day, because I love weeds so much, yeah. but that's <laughs> so. like also okay too, you know what I it mean, is okay. like we have such different, like the ways that our bodies process things, like it's just, you know, it's know. different. Okay, well, one theory that I have, which, guys, let me just, full disclosure, I am not a doctor, and I am not a specialist, but my whole lineage have all been smokers. Is there a chance that our lungs are more evolved to handle smoke? Absolutely. (laughs) I mean... You know, you'd also need, like, a cardiovascular leveling up. I mean, yeah. who can say? But over multiple generations, it's not impossible, yeah. is all I'm throwing out there. Like, fish. Animals came from the water to the air. Like, yes. it's sure. plausible. <laughs> it's possible. To think Anything that is plausible. generational weed smoking will lead to better, more <laughs> effective lungs. <laughs> they were, they you were heard smoking it all types first. of things. My grandpa smoked. But please I, don't take it seriously. Well, yeah. You're your <laughs> first, but this is not medical guidance, guys. My business coach said something very profound about cannabis. That she also smokes weed, and she's, like, very open and happy about it. Duh, as you should be. But how could you not be? How could, how could you not be? It's such a... Well, and it's such, so much of our personalities, right? Like, is how we... You know, one of the ways we connected. But... She was saying that weed is an amplifier, you know? So if you're smoking a shit ton of weed in circumstances that are that are self-destructive and are leading to procrastination and avoiding your responsibilities and social anxiety and all of the things that I think can come from it when it's not used well, you're only amplifying all of that stuff and yeah. it's not good. If you're creatively thriving and coming up with a new business idea and going over brand proposals and brainstorming keywords for your taglines and... You're getting high while you're doing it, then like you're only amplifying your creative abundance. And That's so sick. interesting. That's so mindset too. <clears throat> you yeah. know what I mean? I know. So, anyways, and now I've been thinking a lot about that. Like at 5 a.m. when Leon's screaming at me and I want to smoke weed, I'm like, is this gonna help me or is this just gonna amplify this? Because nightmare? I think I know. I think no. Okay, so I think it differentiates it from being something that's used to. Uh, like, what am I trying to say? Not in like a negative way, but in like a, as a coping mechanism versus totally. being something that is a benefit to adding into a routine in your life. I know. That I think is very true. My physical therapist has been trying to be very supportive about the fact that I smoke weed while also subtly being like, you realize that you can do all these breathing and coping too. It's like, it's basically the same as when you smoke weed. I'm like, You're yeah. like, yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Wink. <laughs> like, basically, but also. You're like, have you ever smoked weed? I, I was like, because I need to understand if like, are you coming to me as a fellow weed smoker? Are you coming at me from someone who hasn't smoked? And if you haven't, that's totally fine. Yeah. It's your seems... thoughts and val- your views are valid. I just won't believe them. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it's coming from like an empathy, like, oh, you'll connect with this. And I'm like, okay, I'm, that's where I'm going to take it because yeah. otherwise I'd be like, are you judging me? Is there disdain in that? Right. <laughs> but, you know. Amplify the good. Yeah. So, anywho, I've been trying to focus more on that and that it, right now, especially when I'm trying to, you know, move into this newest chapter with my photo biz and do all of these other creative endeavors, it's like, weed is only amplifying that in a great way and that's exciting. I used to think my procrastination was, like, an, I mean, an issue, but then I realized that I just wasn't taking it, like, the time to use the time that I was dubbing the procrastination time to actually just think about how I wanted to do it. 
Yeah. Because then I was just freaking out about not doing it versus being like, okay, if I were to do this right now, what would I do? You know, and kind of really kind of like prepping my mind for then the eventual output because like since I started kind of leaning into it be that way, I feel like my idea of, because like consuming cannabis and having it be a benefit like in creative work situations, like that's yeah. been like definitely proven. I know, it has been. Um, and you know, and I think also cannabis or not, like when I worked on that cruise ship again, uh, I well, obviously couldn't smoke weed, and I realized that I just procrastinate. <laughs> That's just totally who I am. Right. Like, I was like, "Is it the weed Please, or not the weed? This is it me. my personality?" You know, and that was actually such a refreshing break because I do think that, like, in the, my mid twenties, that was a time where I was smoking a lot of weed and trying to start a business, and what you know, and I'm sure there was many days where it teetered on hindering instead of like supporting me. You know, I mean, it definitely hindered instead of supporting me. And then when I went to work on the ship, I was like, oh, a lot of these traits are just who I am. Yep. <laughs> so now I see that clearly. And when I go home, I just recognize that, like, those traits are exacerbated if I smoke a lot of weed. Usually just at the wrong time, it's, right? I was just going to say, it's time because, like, I need to smoke weed so that I it forces me into, like, a calmer state so I can stop doing things. Yeah. Like, sometimes I need it to be detrimental to me, but you're right. It's just all about timing and, like, knowing that, like, being familiar enough with your cannabis use that you know how it's going to affect you in those situations. Like, I was always like, I'll never keep a weed diary. And I don't, but I definitely cash things in my head of, like, okay, I don't care how cool the name of that strain is, like, it doesn't make me feel good. You know what I mean? Just, like, certain things like that so I don't keep, like, repeating it. Or, like, asking yourself, I think we've talked about this, like, before you smoke, like, okay, what am I, like, looking to do with this? Yeah. You know, am I looking to just zone out? And if then, fine. But then, like, that's the path. It's not going to be try to go do all of these things because then, you know what I mean, that can, like, trigger feelings of anxiety, too. I know. Well, and I think when I get into the habit of doing it too often, then I get it gets cloudier as to like when is a good time and totally. when is not. Totally. <sighs> like I think right now because I'm on the cusp of getting pregnant, I've been smoking a lot of weed because I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to. You're smoke gonna weed like miss soon. it, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> then. I don't know. Then, then of course, you're just, like, solidifying the habit. So then I want to smoke more weed. And then, of course, I'm going to have to, like, cold turkey not smoke weed. Also, I probably should just not be smoking weed because I'm trying to get pregnant. And they say, like, the couple months leading up to it impacts your egg health. Although It's Leon's- mostly the dudes. But that's not true because, like, oh, is I that mean, not true? Yeah, no, well, it's supposed to make sw- right exactly. <laughs> Back to that proverbial thing. The only research that I've done on it is regarding showing tests that it slows down sperms motility. like ability motility exactly that's, that's way great. more professional of a word than me wiggling my hand <laughs> to get you to understand what i was saying that was perfect <clears throat> i got the gist that's how i got right. to motility exactly so like i'll be able to describe it to you and you'll have the smarts to actually know what it's called i'm talking about <laughs> we, we, but, we got there <laughs> but um but i was like if that's the case like I'm actually kind of grateful for weed because then I would probably have six kids. Oh my God. <laughs> You're like, thank God. God, those warriors. I know. We, <laughs> my sister sent in the group email thread. So my mom is one of eight. She's the youngest of eight. And my sister was saying like, oh, we're still getting used to a family of four with two kids. Like really makes you think about eight. I was like, yeah, oh, right. Shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh. I mean, it would just be feasibly impossible. Like where we are, it's... Seattle. Seattle is not hospitable for people no. who have like more than four children. 
No, I mean, no big city is, <clears throat> you know, know what I mean? Like, I could yeah. never, I could, even when we just had one kid, like, I was like, I could never live in New York. Like, I couldn't look at job opportunities in New York because I could never, like, afford to live comfortably or give him, like, grass or, like, whatever. Yeah, but. Oh, maybe you could, though. You know, I always <laughs> try to flip that. Anytime I'm getting into that space where I'm like, oh, this would be impossible, I'm like, or is it? Like, pivot to curiosity. Like, how could it be done? Oh, no, completely. Yeah. Like, I'm 100% <laughs> like, I mean, there are absolutely children who are raised in New York and are perfectly fine probably better yeah. than and more adaptable than than mine will end up but somebody's like, rich enough to do it you know right it's just right. maybe not us right now or creative enough to your yeah. point there's there's definitely there's definitely options but. I follow this homesteading mom who has I want to say nine daughters and then she just had a son she nope. just had like a tenth or something or maybe it's 13 I don't know god now I want to <clears> look her up this is where we need our own personal Jamie, like on the Joe Rogan podcast, where he just like looks shit up, you know? Yeah. That'll have to be us for now. Insert here. Uh, anyways, she does black and white photography, and it's beautiful, but they basically like have their own animals, do all their own food, they can all their shit seasonally, so that, you know, and you're like, okay, that's... That's, that's like so admirable. People. It's so admirable for me. Like, yeah. I am literally, I have nothing but, admi- like, I admiration. just, my <laughs> eyes shine beams of admiration on people who can do this. But I also am, like, self-aware enough to know that is so not me. I know. I don't even know how I'm going to handle two from one. It's going to be crazy. But it's always crazy when you add one more. That's why it's, like, any time, like, I mean, I don't even know, maybe after one. You know what I mean? I feel like zero to one is absolute chaos. And then one to two, you're like, okay, at least we know what the fuck we're doing now. We, like, have most of the stuff. Yeah. The yeah. stuff stuff is covered, so there's, like, no stress in that. But yeah. then you're like, how the fuck? So my biggest thing is I was like, how do I love another thing? Yeah. Because I'm like, there's so much love for this one new baby, your first born. The first time you ever know, like, you know what I mean, that. Yeah. And then how was you it? add Tell another, us. and you're like, <gasps> well, I mean, like, you just kind of feel like that for a while. Because you're like, oh, my God, my heart is exploding. But in, like, not a, like... <laughs> Not like a feel good way. Like it's more <laughs> like hard way. because you yeah. can't be you can't Not be that for way. two kids what you can be for one kid, yeah. right? Like you just you can't dote on them both the same or this yeah. like the same amount of time. And so like that was like hard for me because and then all yeah. of a sudden your oldest right, who, like, you know, if your kids are any sort close together, like, they're still very much babies, right? So it's, like, all of a sudden, then you have this baby which has completely reset the bar for, like, what need is for you. Mm -hmm. And then you have this thing where, like, you almost have to depend on now to be able to be somewhat independent, self-sufficient, and maybe even help you. Oh, my gosh. I'm stressed already. I know. But it's, like, but it's, like... back in. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Like, beep, boop, beep, boop, hello. Oh. No, I mean, I wouldn't, but, like, it's good. Like, it feels good because, like, when you start figuring it out and getting it right, like, it's that much more rewarding. And, like, the reward is, like, building, like, a stronger family unit. So, like... I mean, and it is, it's totally... Just just, learning. It's, like, a new thing. You know, it's it's hard. And just reminding yourself that it's hard. Yeah. It's going to be hard, but it's the grueling Q2 investment in Q3 and Q4 of your life, you know? When you have these cool little people that you raise that you get to right. hang out with later and basically live for because, I mean, well, you know, this no offense to people who choose to not have kids. You'll have other things to live for. Oh, my God. Your lives are amazing. No, time. We haven't. I all was just going to say, we have completely life. missed the people who <laughs> I believe are very intelligent. I know. I was like, you guys are making that. a great choice for what it's worth. Uh, I sometimes think about that. I'm like, what would I do? 
Yeah, oh you'd be God. rolling in cash. I'd have what? so much money. <laughs> I know. We'd be rich. Okay. I'd look about, no, like, 15 years younger. <laughs> yeah, we'd be so well slept. Well, well rested. rested. I probably would be so much better traveled. Oh, uh, gosh. That's uh, what I would do. That was the hardest thing is that I was, like, just keeping on the trajectory of travel that, like, I wanted to, yeah. to do. I know. We talked a lot about that and, like, going from one to two. Because with one, you can still get away with a one-bedroom and throw that motherfucker in a closet or something. Yep. Uh, you know, now you just take everything. I mean, you just add another. But then he has a friend. It's all, he needs a homie in this life who understands his life experience. Yeah, that helps a lot. I know. And then it's like, because they're going to fight constantly. I mean, not fight constantly, but they're going to fight, which is crazy. But it's like, it still makes up for it when, like, they are nice to each other. Because then you're just like, oh my god. Little friends. (laughs) So cute, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna love each other forever. Yeah. You hope, that's the only thing. You're like, there's no guarantees, I guess. But fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed you're gonna foster an environment in your house that prioritizes, like, strong relationships. But that's what it is. And in self-reflection and, like, understanding if you're the problem. You know what I mean? This is all, like, new, very much more new age and, like, recent parenting, like, considerations than, I don't know, like, the last two generations for sure. I know. I think about that a lot, too. Like, the dynamic that we now know, you know, between parents. So, in my household, I feel like my parents weren't as, like, much of a team and therefore we would like gang up on each other like with each respective parent like oh if we're not gonna ask mom we're gonna ask dad or whatever they were like very different in the way that they parented and the way they punished and whatever so there was like always a way to sow doubt between the two of them and go back and forth which I kind of felt like made my dynamic with my siblings more of like manipulative yeah and like against each other whereas my friend Lydia we talk about this a lot like her parents were just like this unstoppable team like nothing got past them it was like same team same same forever and then her and her siblings were super close because it was always like them v the parents yeah and I already feel my natural inclination is to be like team up with Leon totally. against Trevor so I was like no I gotta remember this like Trevor's my teammate Leon is the guy who's like he benefits from our strength as a yep. team and that may mean, like, some hard moments of, like, turning Leon away to choose Trevor's side or perspective or whatever as we go through this parenting journey. But, like, that will be the best for him and his sibling dynamic, too, hopefully, assuming we effectively cook up another one for him. It's hard to say no to your kids. Oh, my God, it's so fucking hard. But he did throw up on me yesterday or two days ago, and then he shit on the counter the next day. So I'm, you know, I'm learning to say no. I mean, (laughs) my youngest is five at this point, and I still find poop all everywhere. Uh, I mean, okay, so here's a good example. Yesterday. they're controlling their own poop, it's a whole problem. Oh, my God. Yesterday, I was, what were we doing? I was, I was doing something work-related, and then, like, all of a sudden, I hear Cole open the back door. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just going pee. So he, instead, instead of going the opposite way closer to the bathroom and peeing in a toilet, he pees outside. That's Trevor. I'm just like, dude. That's I like your five year old, my thirty year old. Uh, Trevor, well, because anytime- my husband will do that too. I'm like, you're ducking off on the side of our house, which is right next to our neighbor's house, and you're peeing. Yeah. Also, I'm just like, <laughs> it's a, it's a urinal. Then you're making this like 
zone that you're repetitively pissing in, which is going to smell like human waste. Right. Like, at least mix it up. You yeah. gotta go to different areas. Like, be on that ivy over Right, there. just to spice the life. Yeah. Can you get some of these weeds? I like, know. Can we let this uh, yeah. urea go ahead and work itself out? I wish that was an effective method. That that'd would be, be a fun amazing. game for him. How much more of a use would we have for men? I know, but that'd be terrible because <laughs> then I, I just immediately flash forward to the summer, like Dicks Trevor everywhere. and Leon, just like out in the yard, pissing all over the weeds. Like, no. Oh, oh my God. Don't overhear this conversation, Trevor. He's going to immediately teach Lee on that just for fun just to oh totally me. that is I will say like I will say that I think that Mike and I are pretty united like I want to do that but I'm like it's like the devil and angel on my shoulder right I'm like okay what's the better decision here like okay it's showing them this yes fine they might hate me for a second but like in the big scheme of things like I don't want them to be shithead kids yeah so they'll move like through life. it and they'll respect you for holding strong boundaries I just always try to come back to the place of like kind and firm. Yep. Kind and firm, kind and firm. And and, and walking them through it and like talking with them like an adult, right? So it's like I'll do that. I'm like, hey, like I'm just letting you know, like this isn't easy for me, but like I have I have to say no. Like the rationale yeah. of being a parent, you have to say no at this because, you know, if it's like another dessert, I'm like you had this and you had that. Like so if we're talking about being able to have things in balance, like we're, you know, tipping the balance or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm afraid of all of that navigating the hypocritical. Like dessert that I'm like yeah last night I'm gonna eat an entire tiramisu by myself because fucking YOLO but on a regular day I don't even let Leon try anything chocolate because I'm like you don't need any chocolate whatsoever you don't even know what that is so like why taint you right it's poison I mean and it's not poison necessarily right there's like everything in moderation I believe in that to some extent but I think that I am, I love to thrive by the do as I say, not as I do <laughs> mentality. That's and very Midwestern Catholic of you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wow, so we're going to see. I mean, well, and it's hard too, because as like a very outgoing, free-spirited person, you're like, yeah, there's not a lot of shit I won't do, you know, on the right yeah. day, I'll kind of do anything. Totally. And so then you're like, how do you, how do you parent from a place that's like, you know, valuing your brain development? Because I definitely was reckless with my, I mean, I didn't You're like, I'm smart as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'd be too smart otherwise. No, my long-term memory, actually short-term memory, I don't know all of that. Like, Trevor might argue there's some impact there, but uh, otherwise I'd like to think, you know. No, but talking to your kid about, and you are probably navigating that already, right? With 11, you're like getting close. How old were you when you started smoking weed? Um... See, there's the memory. Oh my god. Um, well, I in high you, school. Okay. Ideally, you got some good brain development in there, right? You're like yeah. 15 years old. I was 15 because I was very. And young we were girls, so we were also way more ahead. So oh. that was basically 18. Exactly right. <laughs> so mature. Anyways, all this to say, like, I think a lot about how could I have convinced angsty little stoner Nat to smoke a little less blunts to prioritize her mental development or her brain development. And I don't know if there was a way. I don't know. I know, I know. I kind of think about that too. Like, I don't know. Because I feel like I even saw those like fake, what we now know to be fake photos of like the brain rot Uh from weed. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were fake anyway. They are fake. They are. They said they were fake. Um, But I even saw that and I was like, I don't know. I feel fine. I know I that's like foggy. making a conscious decision. I know it is. It is funny to think about that way because if they did find out, like, I know something do? horrible. Well, I feel like too late now. Better just ride on. <laughs> 
I mean, I also... Like, I'm going out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Well, and I also think that I always was, like, moving 100 miles per hour, which yeah, is really just, same. like, a verbal thing, not necessarily an in intelligence brain. thing. Yeah, but, it, like, and I think that's ADHD. It's, like, totally. the way in which my brain works. Uh, and so I was always trying to just slow down and yeah. be more chill and do less. Which I mean, is what everyone around me was telling me. Exactly, like, I'm just saying what you taught me to do. I was only following orders, okay? Everyone was like, bitch, do less, sit down, chill out. I was Quiet. like, okay, fine, give me another bus. <laughs> I will hand the swishers over. That's so funny. I just loved rolling blunt so much. It was like such a part of my personality. Which comes back to the shame thing, though. It's like there was a point where brazen young Natalie was like, I-D-G-A-F, I'm about to drive in my champagne-colored Audi with tinted windows and like subwoofers and smoking blunts like it's my job. But then, like, actually be like, oh, no, I'm, nobody know that I smoke weed. Don't judge me. I'm not a stoner. I'm smart, I swear. It's <laughs> like, such a conflict. It's such a weird, like, yeah, it's such conflicting, like, ways that you feel about it. Because in one way, it makes you feel very empowered to be able to make this decision on behalf of yourself, right? Because, yeah. I mean, it is altering the way that you're thinking about things, right? Totally. But then also, like... But you're like, but, but no, but you don't have to think that about me. You know what I, I mean? Know. So it's like, at the same time, it's very polarizing between just the two. I know. And I'm trying to remember, like, when I crossed over to, well, it was actually certainly in my business, right? It was like, when I started thinking about, well, A, when my mom started, you know, bitching to me about, like, oh, you got to keep in mind people and, you know, clients are going to base working with you on what they're perceiving of you and if you have galleries on your Facebook of people smoking bongs with dicks drawn in sharpie on their cheeks but that was the best man you can't draw dicks anymore you can't do that people are not into that uh oh my god yeah, I actually now I'm wondering like, is that gallery still on Facebook? I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I post that shit. I don't. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Making out with girls, like I mean, like drink, chaos. like just total chaos. And so, like, I always have this rule that I don't want. I mean, I I really have not taken anything down because I'm like, cool. It's out there. But also, like, that was in college. And that's a pro- well, arguably appropriate behavior in yeah. college. True. I'm Fact. not doing that now. Yeah. Those pictures aren't recent. I know. Okay, you know what fair. I mean? Like, I'm not sitting there blear. I'm like, well, I also don't wear makeup anymore. So, yeah. like, there. You I'm know, like, I'm just, just like, I'm you know, different. Let me clarify. I am not above uh, smoking a bong rip right now. But, no. you know, drawing a dick on somebody. I wouldn't draw a dick on their face. face. I would, you know what, there are a couple people they, I would draw a dick on their face if they passed out. I was going to say, the person who had the dick on his face, like, They're all definitely still to this day passes out deserving of a dick on his face. I'm sure of it. If you're listening, I love you. That's so funny. But you know who you are. <laughs> Oh, the times, though. God, it was so fun. And I felt like... I feel bad that, like, I don't know, like, are kids going to be able to have, like, what's the fun going to look like? I I mean, I hope it looks like all of the wild in-person socializing that Do we Do people had toilet because... paper houses around here? You I know, don't think so. I think... It would be I'm... really messy with the, with the rain. I was going to say, I just feel like... Well, maybe if you used, like, the reusable bamboo. Is there okay. biodegradable? No, I think that from the back of your Audi. <laughs> I think our kids are being raised with climate change so, like, in their fucking faces that they're not going to do things like that because they're going to be like, we don't want to make a mess. Or maybe I'm an absolute naive idiot. I don't think that's don't it. I think it's that. more that, like... 
They're I not going to litter. They care. No, I, I don't think they give a fuck about litter because okay. I have a really funny story about <laughs> some chick, uh, one of my friends that I run with, uh, She and she goes to yoga too. And so she was walking her dog and there was this high schooler in the parking lot who took all her Starbucks, like half eaten, half drank stuff, and literally just threw it out the car window. And she went over there and she spiked it off the front of her car. No, yeah, thank God. Oh I know, God. a hero among us. A yeah. hero among us. Doing the Lord's work. Oh my God, seriously. And I was like dying. So I was like, no, like it's so much less that. And I know that too, because there's a park down my house that high schoolers will go ahead and go to. And like, yeah. literally just like, I'm like, there's a garbage like within like, Two feet of it, not two, but like maybe yeah. like fifteen feet of this parking lot, oh, and you just are gonna cubs. leave it in the parking lot. So no, I don't think it's that. I think it's the. I think it is. I mean, maybe kids aren't. Kids are mean, but they're mean online. Like this yeah. is real life mean, well, right? I when you get TP'd, but I, I think the real crux of it all is that they aren't they just aren't together you know they're spending their time on their phones at home instead of out and about so like you're not when you think about the trouble kids are going to get into or the things that they're going to be doing it's like they're gonna I mean I don't know what like what would cyberbullying I was like (laughs) only fans like you know they're going to be getting in trouble online in in whatever capacity which I think is like even more dangerous I know that's so fucking boring that means you can go to jail for not even like leaving you know what I mean like you don't even have to go out and TP a house like you're gonna go to fucking jail like that's such bullshit you don't even have to climb on the roof of your middle school and shuffle around the chimney as the cops these kids will never know they will never know being in middle school or high school and running from the cops for trespassing fucking none of it and that's I don't want to say that's sad, but, like, I do feel for them. Because yeah. maybe it's why I feel like, like, generations, like, after us are having a hard time, like, growing up. I know. It's because they never actually, like, got, got to, to be, be kids, kids in the way that we did. Well, I think there's some of that. I think it all comes to online. But uh, I just can't miss an opportunity to tell the story of when I ran away from the cops after sophomore year Tolo, I think. And I was running. Uh, It's like girls ask guys. Okay, so ours was twerp. The woman is required to pay. Twerp? (laughs) Yeah. Or Sadie Hawkins. That's another one. Yeah, like the same idea. What does Tolo stand for? I don't fucking know, but it was just some dance, and I was running away from the cops down towards the waterfront, and I got literally clotheslined by a clothesline, <laughs> <laughs> and no one saw, because everyone was running so frantically from the cops, and I'm just, like, cackling, laughing, like, did no one just see me get, like, completely fucking wiped out by a literal clothesline? Like, this is fucking insane. Like, this is ironic. In your own point, Washington, like, who had a fucking clothesline? I was like, what just happened? Who in fucking the state of Washington can use a fucking clothesline? This is right? another gripe I have about living here. I want to have my fucking beautiful, like, uh, sheets and, like, maybe a fancy dress or two just, like, blowing in the wind. Ooh, Never. Just for just wake up fucking even. damp. Just leave them out there wet. Damp. Like, yeah. Damp. Damn like, Everything is moist here, always. But, so gross. Uh, it's like our mud pit of a backyard, you know? I was like, are we ever gonna even fix this? How do you fix it? Dump sand on it and then seed it, I guess, maybe, but... I don't know. Leave the leaves next time. I know. Just fucking leave it, right? I mean, that's how I feel, ultimately. Uh, Part of me is like, let's just make the whole thing a deck. Really, you should make it all like a, you know, wild flower garden. No way in Seattle should have grass because it's fucking bullshit. It's just a swamp. Well, it's just, it's bullshit because 
you'd never have good grass. Like, it's either a swamp or it's barren. And it comes off in these little husky pieces that follow you into your house. Oh, my God. And just, like, dirt. You're right, you guys. You heard it here first. We're starting a campaign. No grass, Seattle. No grass, Seattle. Wildflowers only. Native fauna. Right. I mean, that's... Or vegetables. Let's go ahead and have a bunch of community... I want to do my whole entire front yard that way. Like, we have four garden beds in the front. Like, we're going to... We parked, uh, like, our RV in front of it, but otherwise, like, we want to do, like, yeah. garden beds there. You know, Trev really wants to get into growing his own food, which would be amazing because he does so much cooking. But you can't live in here. Yeah. You can't, like, you have to just, literally, you got kale year-round, you got one chance at tomatoes, we do corn, carrots you can do a little bit more often, beets you can do a little bit more often, but, like, a bunch of, really, a bunch of beets and tubers, like, yeah. that you want to go ahead and... Sick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, delicious, delicious, beach, but... but, like, you know... Yeah, I know, it's hard. Well, and here we only basically get sun in our front driveway, so, like, you'd have to put vegetable boxes in the yeah. driveway, which you really, I don't know, it's without the dream die. I mean, I'm sure at some point we will. We talk a lot about the neighbors have this, like, plot of land that is ultimately just, like, a barren blackberry wild wool uh, which describes the most on like manicured areas of seattle like we have invasive how fucking i feel like like, i guess living outside of washington like most of my life like um it's so seattle that like our invasive species is like a fucking blackberry i know (laughs) like a wonderful antioxidant rich fruit that is so expensive i know well we think about that a lot actually i'm like i just reach over quickly take some but they do I think they spray with a lot of stuff. I mean, I don't know that they do, but they definitely, like, had a whole weed situation, and then they seemed to be relatively controlled. So I was like, they have dogs, so they can't possibly be doing anything too sketch. I mean, how different is it than what the fuck they're putting on the shit you're getting from the from Oh, the Monsanto fucking us all anyways? <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're just, so uh, someone's like, oh my god, dogs might pee on the lower ones, and I'm just like... And we eat chemicals all the time. Urine is truly the least <laughs> of your concerns right now. You know, I saw today a person putting a mic, a person on social media, of course, on the internet, not around people. Classic. That's what we were discussing. But putting an apple under a microscope and all the little bugs that yeah. were on it. It's like, I need more context. Are these bugs good for me, though? Yeah, like, protein. They, I was going to say. As long as it's not something that goes, like, into your parasite. blood. Like, yeah, as long as, I mean, yes, totally. But the parasites are usually found, like, not always in, like, I don't know. They can't survive don't the chemicals. So. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, really, that's why you should be watching it, right? It's not the bugs. It's because of the chemicals. Right. Oh, God. Such a journey to it navigate. Is. Are you really good about washing your vegetables? No. Yeah, I was like, we... I try. I give it a good old college try. Yeah. But that is like 65% of the time. We do the vinegar spray. Like when I'm on top of my shit, I spray that stuff with like all berries and things with vinegar. I try to do berries. Them. And then they last, they do last like twice as long. So it's totally worth taking the effort. But like, you know, Trevor does all the grocery shopping. So sometimes I'm just hands off. Yeah. Which is a blessing and a curse, you, you know? You can only do what you can do. I can't be trusted at a grocery store because I just want to buy all the things and then I come home with no logical meal plan mm-hmm. and... You know, sourdough bread bowls and mochi ice cream balls. And Trevor's like, what the fuck are we eating? I'm like, bread and cheese, duh. There's always that. There's always that dynamic in, like, relationships, though. Like, one person is like, I cannot be. Like, you can go to the grocery store and you'll bring back the best shit. But then you have to go back and get, like, actual daily staples. Yeah, (laughs) exactly right. Then I'm, like, going every day to get, like, the filler, filler items, you know. 
I feel like I was better about it before Trevor, but then he just swooped in on his, you know, chef's coat and he was ready to rock. I was like, okay. On his chef's coat, chef's hat, you know, whatever. What whatever he's hat? flying in on. Whatever, whatever's easiest. Whatever you know? he came in whatever on. Whatever he got room for. <laughs> cooking cart. Food truck, anyways. Oh, wouldn't it be great if he started a food truck? Wow, yeah. I could get on board with that. I could totally do that. That's a way easier way to, like, have a restaurant because, uh, like, from a cost perspective. I know. I love to throw business ideas at my brother and sister-in-law. He, I mentioned he just won Best Chef at Valley Camp. Bantam, chicken, and... I think it's just called Phantom Chicken. Phantom Fried Chicken is what the restaurant's called. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, but, you know, it, his wife is also an incredible pastry chef. And I was like, you guys should make this, like, combo into, like, a... Chicken pot pie. Well, yeah, or, like, a wedding thing, a catering thing, whatever. You've got, like, both these skill sets, you guys. I don't know. It would be so fun. And then you could totally control your own lives. Planting the seed again. I'm just going to keep dropping the seed Boom. until, you know... Listen here for more seeds. Listen here for just <laughs> life ideas, a la Natalie. More do as I say and not as I do, folks. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.